0: Guys, I apologize. For a few weeks, we've been promising on Wednesday, December 4th, we would be doing. Well, what was it? A New Hope, or new? Yeah, a new hope. Alright, sorry. We're, we're a little bit behind. <laughs> and we we didn't live up to that promise. So nope. because we didn't live up to that promise, we are here to confess our sins. <laughs> that we unfortunately got really busy with life, yeah, like some people real. do. So we're here now doing A New Hope and it's going to be out on Monday and it's also being released simultaneously with our Mandalorian episode 5 recap. Yes.
1: But... Lucky for you guys, you get two episodes in one day.
0: We watched A <laughs> New Hope! Yeah. It's so good! Bum, 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 bum. And we're joined by Nathaniel. Hello. Nathaniel, as a, one, a Rotten Tomatoes expert here, um, you've slowly climbed the ladder and are now a junior executive producer. <laughs> How does that make you feel? <laughs>
1: How does it make you feel that we just made that up? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. We, yeah, gave him,
0: we gave him this title months ago and he knew it. Uh Max, we're really pumped to have you on this. So we watched the New Hope last night and I uh, fell asleep and it was it was <laughs> it was 12 30 at night, so that, yeah, that's that's what yeah, I felt. And uh I re I watched it again this morning. A lot of um actually we got a lot to talk about it. The sequels and prequels are their own beasts, but mm. let's call Spade a Spade original trilogy is dope af
1: yep It's so sick it's like i mean i love watching that movie like so much and connor was telling me when i was watching it pretend you're watching this like you've never seen it before and i did and it blew my mind
0: it's sick oh there's so much so much going to um let's just get out all of our other stuff off far chest yeah um can you guys just give us some money on Patreon? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know what the big deal is. Just donate like five hundred dollars a month. Let's
1: do it. No. Yeah,
0: subsidize my rent. I mean, um, our podcast. No, but for real, we would love if you guys just give a dollar. That'd be great. So,
1: yeah. and yeah. guess what? If you give a dollar, you're like, I'm pretty sure you're gonna win free money. Yeah, you're gonna so. win free
0: money on this. So, um, honestly, it's just it's just kind of tough. Uh, but you know, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. Just subscribe to our Instagram page. Um, yeah. or follow us on Instagram, that's it, subscribe to our podcast and keep going to our site, we keep having different stuff on there Brendan's a great content machine and I'm learning what they call the kids call it search engine optimization so we're about to shoot up to the ranks of oh, Facebook yeah, yeah. soon <laughs> uh, yeah. but yeah, I guess that's it uh, Nathaniel, uh, junior, I'm sorry, junior executive producer <laughs> anything that uh, you would recommend people do for us other than give us $500 a month?
2: I mean, obviously if you're willing to contribute Every dollar helps, and if not, just just subscribe. Like Connor said, every like every subscriber, every
1: follower helps. Also, my rate, th- rate dude, and review. Real, yeah, real real quick. Quick. Helps.
0: my boy right here is like SPCA. You know, <laughs> every dollar you give will help, <laughs> to help save the a dog. starving
1: children. Yeah, this <laughs> <laughs> the dog. The dog. Adopt a dog today. Please get a little pamphlet with your starving children. Man, the
0: problem yeah. is whenever you get a dog, it's just so freaking cute. Yeah, you like so you like, this is a good idea, and then the dog starts peeing all over your house. I'm like, uh. terrible idea. I never expected dog urine would be uh, in our intro for our Star Wars <laughs> New Hope podcast, but here we are. Yeah. I did see a cute commercial the other day with uh, the Chewbacca dog. Do you guys see that? Yeah. yeah. And then there's like a yeah. cat or something yeah. that looks like Vader, and the kid's like smiling. I'm like, guy, like, my kid was like, Dad, I want this. I'm like, ah! Like, smack it. <laughs> Yeah. Where's the Chewy Dog? <laughs> Son, I will give you three grand for that dog. <laughs> uh, sure, man. Here you go. Yep. Um, all right. Well, are we ready?
1: Yeah. Uh. Just, uh, so this is going up when Mandalorian goes up on Wednesday's okay. Empire on Friday's return. So We're getting through all of this original trilogy this week.
0: Yeah, we're kind of going to crank through a bunch of it. And then uh, Force Awakens will be Monday. And I think, honestly, last shadow will be Tuesday or Wednesday pretty quick. Because yeah. reality is, guys, we don't have that far away until... No. Why is Skywalker's coming is out? Is it really like? It's wild. Two weeks from two weeks. Two in two weeks. weeks, we'll have watched that movie. Probably. Or it's a week from
1: this coming Thursday. Which yeah. Kind of okay. crazy. So, so and Christmas is. is around the corner. Santa. <laughs>
0: Actually, I'm probably well. I, I kind of want to do an Elf rewatch. That's a different story. So. <laughs>
1: That'd be fun. Our all Christmas guys. special. Our hol- Our yeah, Star Wars holiday, be... special. <laughs> uh, <off-script> holiday special. The off script holiday special. There you go. Um, all right. We're not gonna have any weird of Chewie's family though. No weird scenes with Chewie. No family. other Wookiees? Yeah, no, none of no. that.
0: Mm, no. That's my best. Chivari no loop
1: dancing with Wookiees. It's not happening. Oh, he danced with Wookiees? Yeah. I've never seen this holiday special. actually. That's <laughs> terrible. Yeah, I need to get on it. I watch it on YouTube, man. It's really bad. Right.
0: Well, thanks, and, anyway, um, poor Nathaniel. He said like three things the whole time, and we made fun of him for one of them. So, uh, I'm a junior executive producer. Why don't all right. you we can tell you? It. Yeah. It's why right. don't you uh, tell the audience uh, t- say something, and that means it's a cue that we're done our intro. Ready? Put you on the spot. In three, two, one. Uh, stay
2: tuned for the rest of the Star Wars podcast. Yeah, it was, it was a good first try. We're done. All right, that's <laughs> good.
0: Brendan, I don't know how we normally do good movies like this. Yeah, we we're used to the uh, prequels where we get to quote memorable dialogue such as. I don't think she liked it when I was watching her in her room while she slept and got naked.
1: The the amount of times we referenced that just in regular conversations since lot. you watched that movie is it's I hate it. Because it's so bad.
0: Mara, Mara rewatched it and oh. she she was very, very anti it. By the way, guys, go back and check out our Rogue One podcast. Alright, so this was all meant for the intro. But we've actually done all the prequels and Rogue One before this and The Mandalorian. Check out our other content. It's good. Uh but Mara and my mom were on Rogue One. They loved it. And I wanna bring up Rogue One for just a second because the transition from Rogue One into New Hope is awesome.
1: Yeah. It's sick. Like it picks up like almost right away. Yes. Like transition from the so end to Nathaniel the
0: Nathaniel loves Rogue One. Alright. Uh, I know you weren't on the podcast. I was back in Virginia. So what kind of I guess after we watch New Hope, does that make you like Rogue One even more because like it's such an easy transition?
2: Yeah, I think it actually does, because the way they just set it up... And I think they do a really good job of kind of you being able to just kind of dismiss the prequels if you want to. And let's say you want to watch Rogue One, and it, it's, it easily sets up kind of the Darth Vader character for you, because if you just watch A New Hope and you haven't seen any of the other Star Wars movies, you're kind of like, okay, who's this Darth Vader guy? Right. But if you see Rogue One, it really kind of sets that up. Yeah. It sets up the fact that he's
1: super badass.
0: Yeah, yeah we don't... I mean, if you guys you guys listen to our prequel stuff, I'm sure I love man. I loved actually our prequel rewatch, but the problem with it, it's just there aren't good movies.
1: No, and the best ones are Revenge the Sith, and even that is very good. very roastable. Go- I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, it is.
0: Roastable. <laughs> problem we have is Hayden Christensen's not a good Darth Vader. So now we get mm. though the Darth Vader that are all of our parents and everyone who watched it for the first time grew up on, and even what I kind of grew up on. I know you guys are a little bit younger than me. Um, so, you grew up more, I guess, on the pre- like. I grew up on the prequels. I definitely pre- grew up on the
1: prequels. Mostly episode three. Yeah.
0: And I started watching Star Wars really young, so I even knew, mm. like, Darth Vader before. Yeah, I, I was
1: born in the unfortunate time where the earliest movie I had was episode three, and that came out when I was four, so I watched that yeah. when I was, like, that young, and I didn't really understand it. And then nothing came out until I was 14. Wow. So, that I kind is of wild. missed that, like, golden age of, like, really getting into movies and being a kid watching movies. It was like four, and then 10 years later, I got. But you were old
0: enough, which is so cool, both of you. You're old enough for the MCU.
1: Yes. That is, is my great. generation's yep, that's our movie our. Yeah. that that is our that is my generation. I claim that.
0: I barely I barely said I yeah. was
1: about your age actually. No, mm-hmm. Um I guess I was uh thirteen when the first one came out. So Dude, that's why I freaking love the MCU so much, dude. It's, I like that is like no no bias or anything, but MCU is by far my favorite thing we talk about on this podcast. I geek it's out so every exciting. time we talk about MCU. All right. So sick. To but focus anyway, back on
0: it, actually, we kind of yeah, went a little bit all, all over the place, but let's call it spade a spade. Star Wars really sets up the MCU and all these other movie franchises forever. Yeah. And it all starts with A New Hope. Change um, the game. Opening sequence, I actually love the opening sequence, so not just the crawl, but do we want to do the crawl read today?
1: Um, yeah, let's let's do it. That would be interesting. I, I actually don't, off the top of my head, like can think of exactly like, what the crawl is. I know it's like... Civil War, Civil War, and the Rebel Alliance, and Obi Wan. Something about Obi Wan Kenobi. I know it says it in the crawl, but that's
2: like another thing that kind of Rogue One is really good at. Because when you're reading the A New Hope, the crawl, it's it's like wow, that's kind of exactly what happens in Rogue One. Like there's nothing that is that's that's mentioned there that you're like, oh, that wasn't explained in Rogue One.
1: Yeah. Or I don't know how that relates to Rogue One. Rogue One it just completely sets it up. Rogue One was almost like they watch A New Hope and was like, okay, how can we do a really good transition into this movie? Yeah. A really good transition that doesn't take away at all from A New Hope, but it's a super good setup into it with also another good original story that really you don't have to feel like the characters from, an, from Rogue One have any significance to these movies. Because they, they so, don't yeah. really, other yeah. than they just get, they save the Death Star plans, right. which is significant, but you don't feel like you're not upset that they all die at the end. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler. At, at the end of Rogue One. <laughs> so
0: just to get us started, uh, our New Hope, on oh, New Hope art, right. so we have the opening crawl, which one, the music sets the tone right away for this is going to be an epic saga. Yeah. All right. So we get, it is um well, sorry, a New Hope is, well, it's not New Hope. It's actually just, imagine, I guess, uh, when we watch it, we watch it as if this isn't episode four. This is just Star Wars, right? Star Wars. And this is the first thing that comes up. All right? It's, It is a period of Civil War, Rebel... I'm sorry, it's a period of Civil War, period. Rebel spaceships, uh, striking from... I'm watching, I'm reading from the top, so it's tough. Striking from a hidden base have won their first victory against the evil Galactic Empire. During the battle, Rebel spies managed to steal secret plans to the Empire's ultimate weapon, the Death Star. An armored space station with enough power to destroy an entire planet.
1: So that's okay. and they're li- that's literally a now canon reference to Rogue yeah. One.
0: Yes, exactly. Pursued by the Empire's sinister agents, Princess Leia races home aboard her starship, Custodian of. Oh yeah, sorry, races home aboard her uh, starship, Custodian of the stolen plans that can save her people and restore freedom to the galaxy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So just to, let's just kind of briefly touch on this. So a few words I want to focus on. We have civil war. Mm-hmm. so if you're watching it for the first time you see alright period of civil war boom we've already started setting got right got it war I joke setting is always who what when where right mm-hmm. so when civil war civil star war. war got it <laughs> yep uh, where space rebel spaceships So in space okay mm-hmm. um, struggling from a hidden base one their first galaxy against the evil galactic empire mm-hmm. right who so have rebels galactic empire we, in, within yeah. one paragraph three sentences or two sentences actually were right away set up who were Rooting for who we're rooting against. Okay, at the same time we have the Death Star in capital letters, and then we have uh pursued by the Empire sinister. Oh sorry, sinister agents. Princess Leia. All right. So once you're a princess, you assume probably a good guy. So yeah. Um yeah, I think the opening croc really just does a good job of our. Now I'm sold. And then the opening shot is one of my favorites, where it's a massive spaceship chasing a tiny spaceship. Yeah. And it really shows the odds, in I mean I laugh at C three PO. Right. Don't never never talk about the odds. Um, but we get to see, all right, we have a tiny, like, we're rooting for this little fella against the Goliath. hmm And it just, I think, kind of opens up from there.
1: Yeah. So. I also really like how the opening scene is the tiny spaceship, and it's getting shot at. And you're like, okay, it's probably mm-hmm. getting shot at from another tiny, you know, regular spaceship. And then the entire screen. Yes. From edge to edge is covered by a giant Imperial Star Destroyer. Yep. Crazy and and that's just like if I was watching that for the first time like I'm, I'm already interested. You've already got me hooked. Yeah, like my yeah. it's eye candy at that point. Eye candy,
2: that's good definitely. I
1: so I mean that's it's a sick opening shot. Also, can we just talk about how the crawl was a brilliant idea? Yeah. Like no movie has ever done that really, and like the it's you know, you were thinking you'd be thinking like well you don't really have to do that but at the same time. Now everyone's well aware of what's happening. Now we're and, on the same page. Yeah, you kind of have an idea. Like, you literally just covered... You don't have to explain what happened before all this no. at all. Because you already got a great idea going right in if you read it. Yep, exactly. Super great. And then you don't have to worry about that much setting up for this movie. You can the, just jump right into in The setting is already
0: there. Yes, exactly. I love that. So it takes you a, basically a minute, and then you're already there.
1: Cool. And I think this is that's the best crawl probably of any of the movies. Because anyway. it sets it up... Empires... In a certain way.
0: Actually, I'll, I'm going to argue... Phantom Menace, I think, is awesome, because, and hear me out, tariffs and trade are so interesting, and taxes, I'm kidding.
2: Oh,
0: my gosh. Nathaniel, I want to kind of jump over to you here. We're going to do this one a little bit different. So, we love this movie, and we're going to wax poetic about it for a while, right? But I kind of want to talk about just the characters that we think are most important to this movie in general. And we can all agree that we like all the characters, all the characters are interesting in this film. Uh, I mean, I, I'd make fun of some of the acting because I, you can tell they're like, "What are we doing?" But <laughs> yeah, let's start off with we have a list of our seven. We have kind of listed all seven characters. Sorry, Chewbacca, you're not really on this. You don't really have a lot
1: to do. But you don't speak words. Starting I mean, from seven, two, but...
0: yeah. <laughs> Nathana, why don't you talk about the first character that we have on our list and just kind of like what their importance to the movie is?
2: So the first character we have as like the most least important character we think is C three Pia. No hate on C-3PO, really, but kind of. <laughs> he's funny, right? He's
0: kind of yeah. annoying.
1: He's, he's Yeah, he's kind of annoying. He's kind of funny. It's a very interesting take on comic relief. Yeah. yeah. Um, And it's different in the way... Because you'd expect C-3PO to be like... a kind of like slapstick kind of humor. Kind of like... Oh, uh, he's like... You know, just a funny, qui- like quippy, like. No, what, droid. what's actually dude, really six not. And seven that's at the same time. that's
2: kind of the way that the droid from Rogue One
1: was. Yeah, K two S O is definitely kind of, kind of, kind of like true. actually genuinely funny. Definitely, C three P O is different. C three P O is funny because he's paranoid about everything. Yeah. He's funny because he is actually he has a great heart, but he's he's very just just jumpy and kind of all over the place and can't really think clearly half the time. <laughs> very true. <right. laughs> Even though he's a droid and can speak hundreds of languages, he's still, like, <laughs> still has to think about things <laughs> before he responds. It's, it's, it's honestly a very interesting take on a humorous character. He's really, I mean, I mean, Han is too, but Han's more of a, he's a different kind of character. But C-3PO... Like, from the beginning is is establishing kind of the the tone of the movie, I think. So in that way, I think he's important. Because well, he's the first speaking lines we get.
0: C3 is uh, the audience avatar, in my opinion. Because he explains everything for us, right? Mm-hmm. But he's also a little annoying. <laughs> yeah. He's over-expository. Yeah. Expository, <laughs> yeah so. uh, Nathaniel, R2 and C3. So R2 is actually number six for us. And once again, this isn't hating any of these guys. We're just talking more of all right, what's the interest in this movie from these characters? Who do we like? Who do we not like? You know, so what are your thoughts just on R2 and C-3PO together?
2: I think, like, without R2, C-3PO would have been even more annoying. <laughs> yeah. Because R2 is kind of, like, the good side of the comic relief, just kind of just, like, randomness. Like, I don't know what movie this is from, but he just flicks out, like, a little lighter. You know, like, yeah. wow, that, that's... Oh,
0: that's BB-8.
1: Oh, that's BB-8 even. Yeah. More. Well, also, R... no, you're talking about the prequels. R2, uh, out, like, ink. That was one yeah, thing episode three he does. He, he lights him on
2: fire. I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. And it's because he, you can't actually understand what he's, like, trying to say. Well, with C-3PO, he's actually just, like, saying kind of, like, nonsense sometimes. Yeah. But R2-DT is kind of, like, left for your own interpretation a little bit. Right. And so, actually, the, I feel like the reason we have R2-DT higher than C-3PO is because R2-DT actually has a purpose in this movie. Same yeah. with BB-8. Like, both these... Small droids actually have a purpose. And, and they're they're carrying something. Alert. Very important.
1: It's the exact same it's the thing. Exact same <laughs> thing. <Yeah. laughs> Which makes me We'll get to our Force Awakens rewatch eventually and we'll get to talk about that. Yeah, but well next week. I'm definitely gonna be on that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got so my buddy Dakota's also has to be on that. Probably one. gonna be the three of us. He's yeah, Dakota's we're, we're it's gonna be an interesting conversation. Uh, very
1: interesting. Uh, actually it might be too much to have me on that one and him. Potentially. <laughs> we'll we'll figure it out.
0: But yeah, all right, so R2... And I guess I, I kind of hate having to rank these guys, but reality is R2 really brings a lot of like kids into the movie. He's funny, because there's a scene where C-3PO is falling down something, right? And R2 laughs about it, and it's clear he's laughing. Yeah. Um, and then well, I love the scene where C-3PO, they open the door up, right? So also what we'll do is we'll do favorite scene from each character, mm. okay? So my favorite C-3PO scene is when... The stormtroopers run into the Death Star and they run into the control panel, right? And c 3 p is like, "They just ran that way!" Yeah. And they're all like, "Go get them! Go get them!"
1: <laughs> and then he's like, <laughs> tells one to gu- stormtrooper to guard the door, and then C-3PO walks over. He's like, "I would like to take my counterpart down to maintenance." And yeah. is the stormtroopers like, "Yeah, why not?" <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> like they definitely don't have a warrant on these guys across the entire Empire because they're holding the Death Star plans or anything like that. Yeah. In the droid really trooper definitely got on. fired. <laughs> definitely got fired. Stormtroopers are uh, slightly incompetent <laughs> yeah. in this movie. Uh, so, and every those. movie after, but we'll get to that <laughs> later. All right, uh, R2D2. What's our favorite scene? Um, my favorite R2 scene is probably the one <laughs> is the is, is probably honestly the one where he is running away from C three PO on Tatooine because he's that. mad at him. <laughs> that is the funniest. He's so human in that scene. Yeah. He's like run- They literally have a, like they crash land and within two minutes have a fight and decide to walk opposite directions. <laughs> I'm like, this is like literally so stupid. <laughs> like these droids, like basically have a breakup. Dude, it's so funny. All right, it's real funny. No, that's time. my that's my favorite scene now in Part Two.
0: For a little subcategory, all right, favorite alien in the movie. Favorite-looking alien? Yeah, just overall. What was your favorite kind of alien? Like, could you like the best? Uh, Nathan, want to start with you?
1: I'm not really sure. My, my favorite alien it was in the cantina, the guy who looks like a stingray. Ah, oh, sick, yeah. <laughs> or like an octopus. Yep. I mean, He's if really I had weird. to pick
2: one, like, I'd probably pick the, the Greedo or like his species, I guess. Yeah, like Rodians, I yeah. We They're watched sick. the
0: new version with Jabba in this, so I'm not going to count Jabba on that. Uh,
2: <laughs> but... Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, don't
1: know, I don't know why they uploaded the George Lucas edited version. Yeah, God. I don't I even mean, know why they did that. George George I guess because it says a new hope <laughs> yeah. on the crawl. Um, I so I'm gonna go with Panda Baba. Uh
0: my boy, he gets his arm chopped off. Congratulations. Yikes. Yeah, bye he doesn't bye. like you either.
1: Yeah. It, actually no. I wanted on well, 12 wait, systems.
0: The Jawas.
1: <laughs> okay, can I just really? say the Jawas really? get absolutely screwed over in this oh, movie? Yeah. Like literally they're, like, selling people droids, and then 10 minutes later, their bodies, it's a mass burning, like, basically, yeah, like R2, their bodies.
0: You know what I thought about it? R2 and c 3 are like, yeah, get the bodies on this fire.
1: r 2 is like, warming you himself over burning yeah. Jawas. For real. They we got, got some revenge to out right now. A little
0: weird. Tusken Raider's pretty Ooh. sick, too. So. Yes, also. All right. Cool. So we're in a few different subcategories to talk about different things in the movie. <laughs> For sure. All right. Uh, number five. Um, I can jump in here. Yeah. Yeah, Leia. Uh, she's our fifth, and uh, when I say this, it's like Let when we watch the movie, what characters do you kind of attach to quickly? So my buddy Randall, uh, he was, he watched this movie with me, and every time she came on, he's like, "Wow, she's pretty cool," and I, I didn't really understand it, I guess, because when you watch Star Wars a lot, and you're like, "Whatever," you yeah, know, it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter. Like see, all these characters kind of go the same. Yeah, Princess Leia, honestly, is just kind of like, yeah, Luke, I don't care who you are. I don't care that you're a farm boy. I have a mission. I got stuff to do. Can you and Han get get this over with and knock this stuff out? Yeah. And it's just really <laughs> funny. Uh, interesting character. And you kind of see that she ends up suffering quite a bit in this movie with Alderaan being completely obliterated.
1: Yeah. Not great. I would be, like, just so distraught. <laughs> People oh, really. get over
0: trauma in this movie very quickly, by the way. Very
1: quickly. Luke literally sees the skeleton of his dead uncle that raised him. Yeah. And then goes, well, there's nothing for me here. I'll sell my speeder and we can go to on."
0: I mean, very quickly.
1: <laughs> I'm like, dude, yeah, like, you just saw this. I can't emphasize enough. The skeleton of your dead uncle. Yeah. Leia's like, well, my whole
0: family got blown up by a laser. And uh, all my friends are gone. This is what it is. Yeah, just yep. go back to the rebellion. No. But Leia's uh, really the driving factor in this. And has probably the most iconic Star Wars, I think it's the most iconic Star Wars moment ever, where the hologram projector pops up, mm. and it's, help us, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're our only hope. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know and I don't know why, but that scene always sticks with us. And actually, it stuck with us in episode eight, The Last Jedi, mm. where it makes a guest appearance yes. by R2-D2. It does. Shout out. There are five good moments in that movie, and Connor <laughs> will discuss all of them with <laughs> you. But, uh, yeah, Princess Leia, number five. Not really a lot, I guess, to go into her character with, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But she kind of gets the story moving. Um, I want to make fun of Vader in a bit. We don't have to make fun of him (laughs) just yet. Uh, Number four, we have Luke. We don't... All right, let's talk about Luke's character. I want to talk about Luke's Luke's hero's journey. Mm -hmm. So let's focus on him for a while. What do we really... I guess Luke, Luke, Leia, Luke and Leo, let's focus on them. Because they're brother and sister, right? We don't know it yet. I mean, they've kissed like three times in this movie, so clearly they know. it. On the her.
1: cheek, on the cheek.
0: Yeah, and I love George is like, well, yeah, we know it from the beginning. George, like, you didn't. It's okay. <laughs> but You didn't at all. Yeah, I mean, Luke basically is like, she's beautiful. Have you seen her? And then Han makes a comment about it. He's like, what do you, what do you think about her? You thinking about her, man? No, what do you think, Han? So weird. And he's like, do you think she'd uh, get with a guy like, no, no, she'd be with someone like Me.
1: It's like, yeah, you know, calm down, Luke. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, but if you watch, if you do what you said and watch just like its own movie, then that's not really weird because you oh, don't know any of the backstory that they're... hundred percent. So... So it makes... I mean, it kind of makes I
0: kind of want to, I guess, focus weird on... Weird love triangle,
1: though. Weird love triangle.
0: Luke, though, is our standard stereotypical hero. Okay? Um, let's say... Nathaniel, I know... I know we've talked Lord of the Rings in the past, just like, not on this podcast, really. But, okay... Bilbo Baggins starts off as literally just a guy trying to mind his own business and making money some money in a day.
2: Yep. <laughs>
0: right? What do Luke and Bilbo, because in my opinion, they actually have a lot more in common uh, than a lot of people probably like to admit. But it's interesting how Luke just kind of gets uprooted, his life just gets uprooted, right? Yeah. By basically a happen chance meeting with some droids, happen chance being with Gandalf, that kind of, yeah. So walk me through kind of what you th- your thoughts are on Luke and... Luke Tatooine Luke. We'll break him into three. Tatooine Luke, Death Star Luke, Yavin Luke. Yeah. Okay? So let's talk Tatooine Luke.
2: Yeah. I, I like that analogy a lot. Uh, Luke and Bilbo. That's really good. Just Luke is this random kid. Well, we learned he's not very random. Yeah. But mm-hmm. at the time, you think he's really random his first few lines on Tatooine are very tacky. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, we well, them over here. He still kind of sounds like uh, Owen Wilson for it. few <laughs> His first few lines are real tacky, but it gets better and better. And you're just on this random planet, these people drinking blue milk, and very two, there's two, yeah, who knows. But yeah, it's kind of just a coincidence meeting these people, meeting these droids, seeing this message. Random people, and then it's like, "Oh, I wonder if Ben Kenobi
1: is related to Obi Wan Kenobi." <laughs> <laughs> I love that part. That's so yeah. innocent, though. But it's also just the writing. Yeah. You gotta be they gotta be cracking here's, up when they wrote that. Uh, here's
0: my only take on that line. What if there are a lot? If there are a lot of Kenobis in the world that we were, met at this point. Yeah. It'd be fine. But the real reality is, there's one person. Also, you know. what
1: are the, there's two Kenobis that live in this area. Is he married?
0: What if he's talking about Ben Kenobi.
1: Like, ha, huh, that's an interesting question. Um, let's see, they're two older adult men that live on Tatooine and are famed for having force power. Hmm. Either, either yeah, way,
0: anyway. we don't know his force, Jenny. No So we don't know his force or he's Good jab. So. Good point. Um, all right, so let's kind of go a little bit more into Luke and Tatooine. Luke basically discusses he wants to go to the academy, and this is where I give Luke a, a little bit more credit. So basically, Luke passes the message to Obi-Wan. And at the same time, he's telling his uncle he wants to go in the Imperial Academy, learn how to be a pilot, right? He, he doesn't like the Empire, kind of like Jyn Erso-ish, where Jyn Erso says, it, does, it doesn't bother you if you don't look up, right? Mm-hmm. Who cares if I see their flag? Um, and Luke's them way, like, eh, nobody likes the Empire, but you just kind of got to deal with it, I just want to be a pilot. Mm-hmm. And then he gets brought into this whole mess where then basically Obi-Wan's saying, hey, we have a message now from the Rebel Alliance, and... I need you to come with me to Alderaan where if the Empire catches you it most certainly means you will get arrested and potentially executed for treason.
2: Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm in.
0: Right. And then Luke so I made fun of Luke when Luke's like man I got chores to do but yeah. like come I'm on. I'm like oh so now you have but chores to do? At the same do? time it's different. Imagine
1: you're trying to get off the planet though that's my only beat. You've been trying to get off the planet the whole movie. Here's Literally, Amber is like, he can't stay here forever. That's he true. wants to leave, it. his friends are all gone. My take is this. I got though. Your
0: chores. Oh, what if sure. I, this is, I guess, a good way to describe it. What if it's like, hey, man, why don't you go see the world? You know, you live in, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm not picking on anybody, but you live in the middle of Kansas and you're just working on the cornfield and you're like, man, I want to go see the world. It's very different. Like, hey, why don't we go to California? And then it's like, hey, why don't we go to, oh, I don't know, like Vietnam?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: To relay a message in the middle of a war scene. It's like,
1: mm.
0: <laughs> you know, I'm going the coins aren't that bad.
1: Like, <laughs> for real.
0: Last chance you came here last year. Like, <laughs> we got <laughs> some stuff going here. So, um, but yeah, so I, I kind of defend a Luke a little bit. But then everything goes upside down on him.
1: Poor Luke. Um, yeah, poor family. <laughs> like all just brutally murdered for him. He literally like, gets off his speeder. Obviously, his house is burnt to a crisp, pretty much. Yeah. And he sees like his dead family and he's just like, tough. Then just gets back in the speeder and goes back tough to, to Obi Wan. Like, what?
0: Um, all right, so God. before we jump in, the let's end with. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. And then Luke, <laughs> they go nice. get the ship. Luke gets basically in an argument at a bar by saying, hey, I'll try to stay out of your way. And then gets shoved. Feels like me every Friday. Um, now, he
1: doesn't get shoved. He gets yeeted across the bar. Yes. Okay, yes. And then Obi-Wan straight up is He's just like... like and Tsh. then I get Alan Guinness, who, like, holds the lightsaber directly adjacent to his belly button. Like, goes like... And, like, basically moves his, like,
2: torso, his torso to yeah. hit him.
1: I'm like, why, just use your arm. Like, you have an arm. You have a wrist. Yeah, like... It, it's all in the wrist. Like, we've discussed this. But, like, yeah. But still. And also like how his arm is basically hollow. Oh, yeah. That's one thing that I always thought was weird as a kid. Like... When he cuts his arm off and it pains his bloody arm, it's hollow. Well, I mean, come on, you can't have blood squirting out. I mean, but like, you saw his blood, but like. Stop. What? All right. All right. In
0: Luke's Tatooine arc, by just saying, I think the best shot in all of Star Wars, all of Star Wars, period, without question for me, is the binary sun and Luke standing out
1: there as the sun rises. Yes. Such a good shot. Sick. That's in posters, that's in. Like, everything, man.
0: And so I don't know him. why, but it's just awesome. And it's, I think, because it's like, hey, this guy's about to start... He's about to start, like, his journey. Yeah, he's, he, he's, and you, he's, you can tell.
1: His in past life is... John
0: Williams, by the way. That score... You boys are more into music than I am. Mm-hmm. But that score in the background of that scene? Ugh. Chilling. I'm music fans, we just geek out over that original Star Wars. Yeah. score. All right, let's so move good. on to Death Star Luke. Uh, Death Star Luke, a little star... Short to be a stormtrooper... <laughs> But, actually, like, really fun. I love the banter between all the three mm. characters. So, him and Leia, Leia basically uh, survives the torture, which is good for her. We didn't talk enough about that, by the way.
1: Does she actually, like, get tortured? Yeah, dude. I guess, yeah. They
0: put the little droid with the needle. You guys were like, Connor, look at this Is needle. that truth serum? Like it.
1: Probably. But Ant-Man is. Ant-Man the Wasp. That's yeah. oh, definitely truth serum.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So, good for Leia. Congrats. Good for her. Leia, sorry. Right. We didn't talk about you enough. Uh, we'll talk about you, just We'll talk about her more in the next episode. Yes. So. Definitely.
1: Her role in this movie, it's it's very it's very plot-focused. Yes. She she drives the plot. Yeah, she drives her. the plot, yes. and she's the reason... You actually have a reason why you're going to save somebody yes. at the Death Star. So, like, she has a purpose.
0: And but. she's the one... She's the only connection to the mm-hmm. Rebels. And so
1: we actually get something there. point she, is... We, we establish the fact that she's kind of quippy and all that stuff. Yeah,
0: she's quippy, and we get way more than that in yeah. episode five, which I'm
1: pumped about. She has a lot of great lines in the movie.
0: All right, so Luke, though, goes to Death Star... And then he sees Obi-Wan and Vader, and he sees uh, Vader beat him. I, I mean, all right, I'll get in my theory. I'll get my my little tinfoil hat on in a bit. But point is, um, Luke sees Obi-Wan, who he's kind of trusted. He's been training slightly with the lightsaber, right? Knows uh, a little bit about the Force, not a lot. But he's pretty adept. We get to see him. He then sees this guy who he's now kind of like expecting to be his mentor, right? And teach mm-hmm. him more about the world. We see he sees him die. Um, and then it comes back later where Obi-Wan's like, I'll be more powerful than you can ever imagine, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Really interesting. I think it's a fascinating concept. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, Nathaniel, let me pan to you here. What, I guess, in the, within the Death Star and within just like space traveling, Right. Um. What kind of stuck out to you when you're watching it on how just Luke kind of interacted with everything? Did you feel like it was more of just hey we need to kind of move the plot forward? Did you like the garbage disposal scene?
2: I mean, I yeah, I think it was really good what they did. I mean, it's like it's a, everything they did in this movie is such a bold move. I mean, when you're making this movie, you have no idea pr- probably what you're doing. And Neither do the actors. <laughs> and like yeah, like the, the directors <laughs> are like I don't blame them. Yeah. We hope yeah. people like this. Yeah. And so I think it was really bold. Everything they did, I think it worked. I think it worked really well. I mean, like just just lines like you're a little short
1: to be a stormtrooper, like yeah, just stuff like that. Quibby. that was a good yeah. good point. Also, <laughs> I love in the garbage disposal scene where Luke's like yelling like three P O oh! three P <laughs> O oh! like my that's such a good line. He's like turn it up, ah! it's so funny. And Will then you after, shut up and, and, listen? Then, and then after, yeah, <laughs> when you shut up and listen to me, and then after <laughs> three P O turns it all off, they're like ah like freaking celebrating and like <laughs> hugging and crap like they've known each other for years and C3, they, yeah. like oh, watch each other die and then they survive and they're like Aah! like going crazy it's,
0: I love when c 3 p is like oh god R2 they're, they're
1: dying and <laughs> they're yeah, like gosh that's probably like, like one of my favorite moments of the entire like Star Wars saga I'll be honest alright and we've given George a lot of
0: crap in the past we have and it's not like it's more of on the prequel stuff just some of the dialogue we you know visually it's incredible but the dialogue's not great I give George
1: Carlin. This is funny. Yeah. This is not Forrest. This is actually really good, yeah, funny dialogue. Yeah, it's It's like, it's just good. And it's a C-3PO good would definitely say something like, oh, listen, they're dying or two. Like, yeah. that's such a C-3PO line. <laughs> just thinks the um, worst yeah. of everything. So,
0: we get then, uh, they get off the Death Star, and then they, they shoot down the TIE Fighters, which I'll get to in just a second. I'm very excited about this next uh, subcategory. So... After that, though, we jump into the Yavin Luke, where he now is just in a plane fighting. Once again, compare it back to Bilbo, right? So in The Hobbit, Bilbo goes from lowly hobbit, basically, quote-unquote thief, to literally squaring off with a dragon and then par- watching a five-army five, <laughs> I, five uh, army battle. Like, it's insane. And now Luke is from farm boy to straight-up thrust into a... a like A,
1: a, a fighter action. who's never piloted. Yes! And expected to basically blow up the biggest battle station ever created. And my
0: dude does it.
1: Yeah, I'm a mean, badass. Good for
0: him. Congrats, Luke. Yeah, and uh, I mean, uh, we we're kind of making fun of the movie slightly, but real talk, we actually aren't because visually, we'll get to that in just a second. I won't say anymore. <laughs> but Luke's arc is just fascinating, and then he ends up getting a medal, and then the movie ends you know, with just
1: in it for the medal, you know? But, but I can see why people pawn that this thing movie off for For real, people saw okay. this movie a lot. Yeah. A lot. A lot.
0: (laughs) Which makes sense. You're like, oh, man, have you seen Star Wars? Let's go. We can either go to the mall and get some pretzels and the corn dogs, or we can go back and see Star Wars at the mall. (laughs) Yeah. Seriously. Um, Yeah, so I guess let's just pan to our next little mini category here. Um, Visual effects. Because we haven't really talked a lot about visual effects here. Yeah. What's your favorite visual effect? Dude. And what was most impressive?
1: Like, I can't even... Start with how good these visuals are for 1977. Are you kidding me? These visuals are amazing. And if you, I encourage you to watch, there's a documentary about George Lucas making the original trilogy. If you haven't watched it, I recommend it. It talks about how basically George had to step in with like six months left in the movie before the movie was basically released and redo all of the visual effects because his team he hired had no idea what they were doing. Didn't he have a heart attack, by the way? I think- like almost, he almost had a stroke doing this oh, movie. Like, crazy, and these, these, so he hired these dudes, uh, he literally created an entire branch of, like, Lucasfilm to make these, like, special effects, and these people had no idea what they're doing, because why would you have any idea what you're doing? Like, like, why, like, you're trying to do, make a, like, no one ever heard of a space opera before. You know, it
0: took them a year to come up with one type of scene.
1: And, like, it takes so long to film all that stuff. Yeah. Without George's supervision, because he's off making the movie, for crying out loud. And, and so they have to do all this stuff and it gets pulled together and it ends up looking like that? So, Nathaniel, what's your favorite visual sh- shot? Just, I mean,
2: like I think all just the the spaceship, like, fighting scenes. Yeah. I mean, they're wild. To think that all of that was made, no computers, nothing. Like, so, so, are yeah. you talking
0: about, like, the dog fight where they, like, oh, yeah, the, Like, everything.
1: crazy. I also want to st- just want to talk about wild. the, like, the blaster shots. Yeah, cool. That yeah. is also a really cool visual effect that also just literally took, like, Actual lasers. They use actual laser shots. I
0: I was realizing that actually when I was watching him this time that Han Solo or Harrison Ford, sorry, he's just running and shooting a gun where nothing is happening.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's all added in post. It's all added in post. So cool. And when you think about it in 1977, adding things in post was a lot less than what it is now. The things that were added in post were obviously all the fights, uh, the scenes with the shifts and the X-wings and the blaster shots. Those are about the only things that were added in post. Everything else was. Actually, a lot. Oh, crazy. It's crazy.
0: Uh, so, uh, Nathan, I'm going to cut to you on this. Um, lightsabers. So, that this is the too. first time you've ever seen it. What did guess. you think about the Darth Vader Obi-Wan? duel? I know we kind of make fun of it now in terms of like, you know, in the prequels they're doing somersaults and stuff with lightsabers, <laughs> but what, like, if it's the first time you've ever seen lightsabers, what did you think about Obi-Wan versus Vader?
2: I mean, first time seeing lightsabers, I think it's awesome. Like, looking back on it now with what, they, with they, what they've done now. It kind of seems like not a lot. And seeing Obi-Wan just kind of get struck and then just collapse.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, imagine seeing yeah. them yo, fight for the first time. Imagine, yeah. imagine yeah. The, like, the WTF moment when you see them, the Darth Vader breaks out his lightsaber and they start hitting them with against each other. Oh,
0: yeah. You've never seen that before. You know what I thought was interesting is we see Obi-Wan hands Luke his uh, lightsaber and he's got one, right? What I loved was the shot where, like you said, Vader's standing there and has his lightsaber already out. And then it's, like, as an audience member, it's like, oh, he's got one. So now the villains have lightsabers. Yeah. Wow. So I, I just thought that was a really cool moment. Mm-hmm. And then there's one more. Oh, visually. Duh. Uh, let's talk briefly, because I love I love the dog fighting scene on the Death Star, right? What do you guys think, though, of the actual Death Star and how they cr- came up with the, like, shot, Brendan, you want to kind of
1: talk about that for a second? Yeah, I mean, that's... That's a... That's, it's, and again, it's so intricate. Like, they had to create a model of that. Mm-hmm. That's not CGI. The new like like, Killer base is all CGI. Okay, in the new ones. They literally had to make a model of the Death Star. Like, all those little grooves in it is all handmade. Mm-hmm. It's like a handmade model. Crazy how intricate it is. It looks CGI. It looks CGI. Like, now, if I would see, watch that movie, I would think that's definitely added post in CGI, and it's a model. Crazy intricate... And I, I, I love just how just how much attention to detail got put into the designs. Of it. I love the hyperspace look. Yeah. Very really cool. cool idea, really cool concept. Yeah. Just I feel like this movie is just a lot of concept art that got put together mm. and said, let's just do it.
0: So your, your, your dad, my uncle, uh, was watching with us last night and he made a good comment about the speeders. Mm. So Nathaniel, um, with the actual speeder, that's kind of impressive considering nothing like that had been done, that they came up with that idea and were able to put it into practice.
2: Yeah, and I mean, to so have something like essentially floating on the ground. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't see any wires, like, no
1: wires, nothing yeah. holding this. How exactly did you, do they do that? Did they have it like going off the side of a car where I they guess drove? I have no idea. It's
0: interesting.
1: I That's interesting. That's kind of the magic film, isn't it? Yeah. That's why I love it. It's going one of those things that you just you can look it up and find out, but. It's so you cool. almost not want. You don't even want to because yeah. you just want to keep them out. It's here.
0: just it's fascinating. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on now back into our characters. So we're down to our top three. Mm-hmm. So uh, number three, I thought third most interesting. This is kind of more my list, um, but we all agreed on it. Vader. Vader is really cool, and you don't know if he's a person, a cyborg, how exactly he That's works. That's a really good point. Like the first moment you see him, you know he's you know one. He's in charge. Mm-hmm. He looks authoritative. And yeah. all you hear is his breathing. Yeah. Super intimidating. Very intimidating. And the Stormtroopers clearly like respect him above the, like, yeah. them by far. Yeah. Um, so let's just kind of talk about Vader for just a second. Vader basically goes, threatens Leia. and uh, One of my favorite scenes is in the conference room. I joked last night. Imagine Vader's, you know, this guy's trashing him. Like, you believe in that old ancient religion. And then Vader just chokes him, right? And everyone else in that meeting is like, sweetheart, you won't believe what happened. My three o'clock meeting today, the one I normally take a nap in, Vader choked someone. Sweet. Anyway, he puked all over the table. Yeah, for real. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Vader, initial thoughts. So Nathaniel, once again, we're watching this movie for the first time ever, okay? Vader walks in. We have no uh, concept of the Star Wars universe, okay? Give me just like, your Twitter is like 180 characters or whatever it is. Just give me like your
2: initial thoughts when you see him. I mean, I think it's just like awesome. Like you're seeing this guy, like the the element of just the mystery to him. Like you don't really know what's mm-hmm. who he is, what's going on. I think it, I mean the suit. One, of the, I mean that's got to be one of the most iconic.
1: Yeah. Costumes
2: yeah. like that's the one of the most iconic figures. Yeah. In movie, in movies, in tele- yeah. movie, television, whatever you want. And I, I mean, if if you've never seen anything like this before,
1: you yeah. you just you're blown away. Especially it's in the '70s, man. 70s were an interesting decade for movies. Um, not much was happening in the 70s. You know what a lot was? Like, Godfather was in there. God, but it was something... It, nothing like this. Yes. Like, yes, it was, yes. the 70s was very much an extension of the 60s movie industry mm-hmm. and the 50s. Like, it was all a continuation of those yes. decades. And then Star Wars came along. Star
0: Wars is kind <laughs> of the space western. Yeah. Which I like. Now, I want to draw my attention to one other aspect. Um, <laughs> I would love that 70s show. <laughs> and there's an episode where they actually go and watch star wars and basically and you know, they, they can't use anything but they they're able to use the music in the uh, show and so they're just sitting in the theater and they're like yeah i heard it's good whatever and then the music comes on and the crawl happens and their eyes get really big and they cut to random scenes like on the death star and yes. stuff and it's like um kelso's just like oh! and <laughs>
1: yeah
0: <laughs> and as soon as he gets back he's like what are you guys doing tonight? Uh, like, oh, did you like the movie? He's like, yeah. Um, you guys wanna go see it again? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, right, like you've Didn't never seen. Everyone? Like this. It's yeah. just it's awesome. Uh so let's I wanna jump a little bit more into Vader though. Um is Vader, if you're watching it, is Vader just completely I'm not saying OP, but Vader's pretty sick.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's 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 so sick. And and just and he's the opening too? shot of when he walks into that door with the fog, especially, yeah. and the smoke. And yes. him walking in, and then the first thing is the breathing. It's just whoa. Like, and then he's choking the guy and then just yes. throws him. So he freaking kills him and then just throws him away. Yeah. And then and he's he just commands everybody's I attack. want the robot. not only respect, just attention. He's just such an attention attention grab. Like it's just a kind of a white scene with like the white background, white stormtroopers, and then Darth Vader is clearly the and emphasis the, of that. We
0: fine by the way for um, James Earl Jones to voice him. That's I mean that's yes. a game changer.
1: That's even before James Earl Jones was even
0: yeah. acting. Best Vader line: Each one of us.
1: I'll go first. Mm-hmm. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness! I don't know if I can top yeah. that one. <laughs> that's that's a really good one. The, like it, just the the oh man in
0: the the in the scene where he's choking him literally, and it's like oh man, like. He is so cool. Yeah. What? Like, this is horrifying. Anyway, so that's my number one. Um, uh, what's another one that you guys like? Um,
1: I like when he's fighting Obi-Wan. Is is your powers are weak, old man. Yeah, That's a really good like one.
0: Good. Good. Uh, I like, I have you now. And then, yeah. what?
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good one. Uh,
0: Nathan, are any other ones that were missing here?
1: I mean, there's like
0: you can name so many. The ones from the opening
1: scene are sick. Oh, yeah. All of them. The ones where he's choking the guy and he's like... You discuss, or when did you, especially with Leia, even where he's like, discuss the location of your hidden rebel base, and yeah. then they close the door. Yes. Boom, and then just like, cuts. You've no that
2: for the first time. Just like seeing this oh, overruling so power good. figure, it's like, oh, let, go fetch them for me. By the way, he puts Bring a tracker beacon
0: on the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. Like he knows. Yeah. This man is straight up like, I'm gonna send my four worst pilots out here to get killed, and I know it. That way, they don't suspect anything. Yeah. And then Leia straight up is like, "Yeah, there's a tracker beacon on here, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent." Uh, all right, so let's move on to Han, number two. I and mean, everyone's Han like, wait, who's Solo. number one? And then we'll say it, and they're like, oh, yeah, duh. <laughs> all right, Han Solo, sweet, awesome, Harrison Ford, perfect casting. Man, I want to kind of talk really in-depth on him. Um, really cool audience avatar in a world that we don't really understand. Mm-hmm. And Han is the guy where we're like, oh, yeah, no, you're just in this for the money. Mm-hmm. Like, we understand his motives. Yeah. No matter what, very we win, Yeah, he's just like, I don't care. I'm in mean, this for myself. I'm selfish. Right. Mm-hmm. And then that makes it all the better when he shows up late in the game and saves Luke. And he's like, go ahead, kid. And you know, that's one in a million shot. Mm-hmm. Good. Like, really, really mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, uh, the Greedo scene is awesome. The original Greedo yeah. scene. Yeah. Do
1: you Han want to you give your favorite Han scenes? Oh, yeah. Favorite moments. I know my favorite one is. Yeah. My favorite Han scene in probably all of the movies, outside of the ones from Endor, those are really funny. Yeah. <laughs> but in this movie especially is the one where they're wearing Stormtrooper costumes and the guy comes on the comm link <laughs> and Han's like, oh, yeah, uh, there's nothing happening here. Um, yeah, we're all fine. He's like, I heard some blaster shots, you sure? Yeah, no, we're all great here. Uh, carry on. And I love, if you've watched the Family Guy Blue Harvest yeah. episode where Peter does that and he's basically playing Han and... <laughs> <laughs> and like <laughs> they're acting like shooting people and Peterson like, yeah, we're all good here. Um it's all going great. Pew 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 like he's shooting people as he's on the mic. Like there's clearly like ah like screaming, pew, pew, it's fine, everything's great. Love that. I just love the show. Uh, I love the guys who are like what's your calm number? He's like, yeah. ah, and just grabs
0: the gun and
2: shoots. Yeah. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I give up. Ah, yeah. look, we're gonna be in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Uh cool. Uh Nathanael, what's yours? I, yeah, there's there's just so many iconic moments. I mean, I think a lot of his best scenes actually come from just them on the Death Star, like the trash compactor. Yeah, and all yeah that good that one. Stuff. Yeah. Like he, he, you never seem like like after the trash compactor scene, Brendan was talking about. Like they're so excited, they're like hugging each other. That's like a kind of thing that is kind of just kind of ironic and funny because you wouldn't expect a guy like Han
1: to do that. <laughs> to be he's like, just getting excited with them. He's like, yeah, "Yeah,
2: we're alive."
1: Dude, another one of my favorites is when. Um, they're about to go on the Falcon, but they run into a bunch of stormtroopers and he's like, go, I'll fight them off. Ah, and he's like running down the hall and then he gets to the hall and there's like 50 stormtroopers and, and like, he like turns around
0: and then he runs back. <laughs> That's such a funny scene. I love uh, the scene where Luke's like, what a piece of junk. And Han's like, hey, it's modifications.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, modifications to make it look even more like a pile of junk. Yeah, like this ship sucks. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, um. What's another good? I'm trying. There's one more I always remember. Oh no! I love the blaster scene where they're just shooting them down.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and Han basically is like, Luke, I need you, go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't, like it's not particularly great to it, but yeah, interesting. And then they're loading the credits up and he tells Chewie, I know what I'm doing. Yep. So.
1: And then over oh, there, fight. They're shooting Tie Fighters off the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, that's what they're man, both sorry, doing. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Where he's like, All right, t- don't get cocky. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't well, get cocky. <laughs> uh,
0: all right, last one, and then Nathaniel can go. Nathaniel's got a busy day today. Yeah. I'm not busy except for tonight when I watch UVA beat the tar out of Clemson. <laughs> <laughs> LOL, probably not. <laughs> but Obi Wan Kenobi. Now this is my personal favorite, and I think the movie. I think the movie is infinitely more interesting when Obi Wan's in it. Okay, uh-huh. and here's why: Obi Wan is, and I've already compared him to Gandalf, but Obi Wan's the Dumbledore type character, right? He's the guy who is basically, he, you know, Luke. I'm gonna introduce you into this world, right? And I love the line where he says, and it's so meta now looking back, but Obi-Wan drops the line to Luke after Luke's like, I did feel something. He's like, you've taken your first steps into a much larger world. Mm-hmm. And how interesting that we're here, I mean, 40 plus years later, <laughs> talking about yeah. this movie. Yeah. And we've there's like 25, 30 extended universe books about this series, <laughs> plus yeah. all the TV shows, the all animated the stuff. Series. So... I thought that's just really, really cool. Um, watching again, but Obi Wan brings Luke and basically is like, Luke, actually, you've got this power that your father had. We don't know. You know, ignore everything else. But he's like, yeah, your father wasn't uh, spice trader or whatever, or spice smuggler, whatever it was, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your father was actually a Jedi Knight. He was my friend. And you just seeing Luke for the first time handle a lightsaber. And we get Obi-Wan is bringing in this whole mystical element to this world, right? I mean, and and that's what I think it's tough to kind of reckon with um, when you get, not older, but, you know, everybody wants to be special. Mm -hmm. And Obi-Wan basically is that for Luke and is the audience avatar for that. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, I talked for a few minutes there. But um, Obi-Wan also has a lot of good lines, you know. Uh, May the Force be with you.
2: Yeah, use the force, Luke.
0: Yeah, use the force. Run, Luke. Run. That's another thing. That um, right. Oh, I love uh, these are not the George you're looking for. I was just gonna say yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's just it's so interesting where he introduces this concept, and George Lucas of course did this. So this is we're gonna give George a billion percent credit. George is one hundred percent my winner on oh, today. Mm-hmm. George, we were making fun of you in the prequels. We were done. No more making no fun more. of you. No more. You did good.
1: And then when we get to Disney, you're off the hook, man. You're totally off the hook for when real. we get to the Disney. Off, yeah, you're also. Uh, <laughs> for, um, <laughs> But you're you're in the clear.
0: <laughs> awesome, like awesome concept. Where there's this power that he has, where he can straight up just manipulate people's minds. Mm-hmm. The weak, the weak will, right? Yeah, it's I can just push them like away the, from us.
1: One of the cool things actually about the prequels in that is that the fact that he learned that from Qui Gon, basically. Yeah, you see, Qui Gon was the first person in the Phantom Menace to use that. 100. successfully, and then you see like Obi Wan basically learned it from Qui Gon. Yes. yes, yes, yes. That that was actually, I think. It's not really a Jedi power. It's more of like a learned thing that kind of Qui Gon mastered and then taught Obi Wan. Actually, yeah.
0: So and it's, it's more. It's
1: a really like it along. interesting Jedi power. It's not really a common Jedi power. Yeah. It's necessarily.
0: Obi Wan's character in general is very interesting because you know we he's still alive. I love I love the fight with Vader and I love the line where he says to him, um, "You all become more powerful than you can imagine, right? Yeah. And and it's the whole balance of a Sith versus the Jedi." And we don't know that Vader's a Sith yet. Yeah, you know, that's that term isn't even used. Yeah. Jedi's the only term that we have. Mm-hmm. But I just find that so fascinating that he's this monk like character with this power
1: and hermit. this wisdom. <laughs> yeah, he's a
0: hermit. And you know, after watching Revenge of the Sith, I think it's so cool seeing this now where mm-hmm. we get we just are introduced to this so like fascinating character.
1: Yeah. Um, anyway, that's that's kind of mine. And also, I just want to say, the most ex- thing I've been excited for on Disney Plus is going to be the Obi-Wan show. Yeah. By far, out of anything yeah. they've been doing. That's have, no announced. Yeah.
0: Good stuff,
1: right? And then and so the good. whole
0: movie revolves around him. It's, yeah. it's Leia basically find, trying to get to him.
1: Yeah.
0: It's like, you're your only hope. And it's like, actually, no. Luke is Luke is yeah. actually more powerful than you realize. Mm-hmm. And then I love, in, uh, I know it's jumping into Empire, but in Empire, all of a sudden, Obi-Wan's back. And he's like, go to the Dagobah system. Yeah. Learn from Yoda. And and I'll get to Yoda. Yoda, man, Empire, I'm so excited for. Mm-hmm. That movie as a kid isn't exciting. The movie, when you're a little bit older, like when I was in high school, I realized, like this movie's incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, loved it. So, that's kind of our Star Wars talk today. Sorry I got really waxy there on Obi-Wan. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, it's, just, it's yeah. cool. Like, once again, it's... Um, for example, I always talk about, let's take Harry Potter, for example. Me and Nathaniel like Harry Potter a lot. Uh, so Nathaniel and Harry Potter, it's just kids, they're learning, they're going to school like everyone does in Magic, right? And then we're kind of introduced, though, there's the one character who's, quite frankly, OP.
2: Harry Potter. And <laughs> you know, Yeah, I was going to say Dumbledore. Harry Potter, yeah. Both. Yeah,
0: right? And you just learn, like, oh, there's, there's more to this world than just What's at what's on my
1: level? Yeah. yeah, more to the world than Defense Against the Dark Arts. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. potions or
0: transfiguration. transfiguration or Hermione's wand. Yeah. I love divination. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Open your eye. <laughs> and Dumbledore's like, okay, dear God. Ron <laughs> oh and that, Sarah. So, um, that's everything I've got. Yeah. Nathaniel, really, really thanks for joining. We'll yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, all right. So let's just give this movie a rating one, one through ten. Are we all in agreement? It's 10. like yeah, ten, right? That's a ten.
1: Yeah. If I could give it eleven that way.
0: The fact that <laughs> it's weird. The fact that we can rewatch it today. I mean, if I told you we can watch a movie from nineteen seventy-seven, doesn't matter the seventies. You ninety-nine percent of the time be like, "Yeah, I'm good." Yeah, I don't. Why I can watch Ant Man? It's way like more interesting. Father. Like, what am I gonna yeah. watch? From, like, there's about five to ten movies. You Rocky, can
1: watch. like, yeah. what am I gonna watch from the seventies? Yeah. yeah, that's the movie of the decade, by far, I think.
0: Yeah. No, I actually um, I think Star Wars is one of the. Best movies of all time. Actually, Star Wars was um, in the ah uh, man, I, it's like the Academy of like motion picture, right? Yeah. Was opened in the eighties or nineties. I can't remember, but Star Wars is actually like the first movie that ever entered into it to basically like, be protected and preserved forever. Wow! Yeah, it's interesting. And I mean, but it, it's so iconic. I mean, to this day, people say "May the Force be with you," and I mean all the lines that we heard in this film alone. Vader is quote Nathaniel. You're right. I mean, we had a Super Bowl commercial where a kid's in a Darth Vader costume like three years ago. I mean, everyone knows who Vader is.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Everyone knows. I mean, Carson jokes. He's like, man, even people that have no idea like anything going on in the world know Luke, I am your father and may the force be with you. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. So. On that note, thank you guys for listening. Good episode. Great episode. And uh, Nathaniel, thanks for joining. Junior exec. <laughs> <Woo>. Congratulations. <laughs> it's really, it's really on. Yep. You have joined officially our middle management team.
1: <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, Brennan, anything else we want to add before we peace out? Um, no, just thanks for listening, guys. Sorry we took yeah. a while to get this out. We we honestly, like, we just ran into life. Right? I also, like we, I we was traveling. You had a lot of sure. school stuff. Yeah. We're, we're still on schedule for everything to be out by the time Rise of Skywalker comes I, out. Don't worry. You'll have a double upload of this on Monday. And then on Wednesday, you got Empire. Friday, you got Return. So you got all yeah. those movies. Actually, it kind of works out. You got all those movies out, yeah. this week. Yeah. So you don't have to wait for this Friday or Wednesday. And then order, go
0: back so. and check out all our content. We're going to be releasing Rise of Skywalker podcast after the first weekend. Okay, so we'll do definitely do a video the night when we watch it. Yes. we Are we going to do a podcast tri- on Monday?
1: Cool. Are we going to do a preview? A predictions oh, preview video? Oh, man, I would... I think we should... So, here's the thing. We'll do... Let's do Force Awakens on Monday. We'll do on Tuesday, Last Jedi. And how about Wednesday? Let's do a Rise of Skywalker preview oh, uh, podcast. It's a lot, but if we can get it all out, that would be, I think, super sick. You guys yeah. would get like a giant binge fest was, for yeah, a Rise of Skywalker, Skywalker. <laughs> We'll figure that out uh, until then. We'll listen, keep you updated. Listen to our previous
0: change. content and also listen to our Mandalorian. Yeah, for so, sure. So. Cool. Until basically you cut this one off and turn on Mandalorian, we'll <laughs> talk to you later. See you.